hello. Welcome back to another episode of Hear Me Out the Podcast. Um, I'm glad to come and speak about this topic today. It's one that's really close to home and really um, important, I think, to talk about. And not much conversations are had on it. But what I want to talk about today is about purpose and potential. So those two main things in the context of finding your own lane and finding your niche. I know in other episodes I've spoken on this before and I've talked about how it is important to find your own lane in order to avoid jealousy, in order to avoid you know envy and focusing on what other people are doing. But when you have that place that you're operating in, that place that is meant for you, that place where you're thriving in, that you're not giving your energy to what other people are doing, you know? So I want to talk about finding your own lane and finding your niche. And by definition, your niche is a place or a position that is suitable or appropriate for a person or a thing. We're talking about people, obviously. Um, So yeah, I want to ask a rhetorical question and you guys can think on this if you want, but what is your lane? Thinking about you as a person, your characteristics, your personality, everything about you, What are those gifts? What is your lane? What is your purpose ultimately? And how are you identifying that? Especially in the time that we're in, where there's so much technology and there's so much information available at our hands that everybody is able and is able to pretty much pick up anything and learn if they want. You know, it's a possibility. I don't say this with any negative connotation because that is a good thing. That if people have gifts that they need to develop or talents or areas that they need more information on, you know, to get into that field or whatever it is, that's a good thing that we have this information available at our disposal. But it's also a big thing of, oh, well, I can learn this from the internet or I've seen, you know, people... Um, flourishing in this area. So I think that's interesting. That's intriguing to me. Now I can learn this pretty easily. So why not just go into it? And the thing with that is there's a matter of oversaturation, oversaturation of people being in an area that they're not necessarily called to be in. That is not necessarily their niche. That's not necessarily their lane. But the other side of oversaturation is that even though there's so many people in that area that may not necessarily be called to be there, may not necessarily be purposed to be there, when you are purposed to be there, when that is your lane and you know it and that's destined and it's clear to you that no matter who is in that area, no matter who is alongside you, no matter who may look as competition, that that is your area and that is your lane and you are going to succeed in that lane regardless. So I think the secret formula to winning in an area that is oversaturated is knowing your niche. Because once you know your niche, it doesn't matter who's in that area that is doing the same thing as you, but what you're doing is distinguished. That people are looking for you specifically because what you do and how you do it. So it's so important to know your niche and to know what that is, whether if it's your business, your workplace, you know, your school, your family, whatever your niche is to make that place to make what you're doing operate at, um, at an excellent level to operate at its full capacity. I think that is 
the secret formula. And I think that is what we should be focusing on and zoning in on, knowing how you can differentiate yourself. And I'm not a business consultant, whatever. I know that um, a lot of them might say this, but it really is important overall in life that we just know what is specific to us and what we are called to do. There are many people that are called to have restaurant businesses, but what they offer and how they offer is different. And people go to these different places specifically because of what they do because of the services. And any um, successful business owner will tell you about that, about their target audience, you know, about exactly how they do that. And I think it's so important to live a purposeful life, to have that niche, to identify that, to zone in on that, and to honor it. And to honor other people's as well, because what's theirs is theirs, and what's theirs is going to work for them. And while you're honoring that, it also elevates you, because you can't expect for increase while you're looking for other people's downfalls as well. That's just a side note. But I think that's very, very important that we do understand our niche and we do focus on that and we do put more into that. So what I found is that knowing your lane starts with knowing who you are and knowing your potential, knowing your God-given purpose, because God predestined our purpose from the beginning. Even some of the things that may look like a factor of nurture were predestined to direct us towards our purpose. You know, our families were predestined to direct us towards our purpose in the way that we grew up, you know, the environments that we're in. What are your unique skills? What is like, what are those things that you have or the, even just the, you might have a skill, you know, it might be singing or whatever, it might be drawing, it might be consulting, whatever that you do, those unique skills, but the way that you do it is different. You know, the way that you see it, the way that you're observing the direction, your perspective is different. What are those unique skills that you have and what environments or situations do you flourish? I think it's so important for us to be um, more aware of the environments, the people around us that we flourish in, you know, where we are um, more prone to take opportunities where we kind of shy away from knowing our strengths, knowing our weaknesses, also asking people around us, you know, to help us identify. Cause sometimes we might not see the things in ourselves that other people around us can see. They might not see the little things that we're good at or the little things that, um, maybe we play a part in influencing. So it's also good to have people around you that can identify that for you and can identify, you know, those places where you're unique. Um, what kind of people are drawn to you? Why are people drawn to you? Asking your friends, asking your family, asking um, whoever maybe that you may look up to or whoever is, you know, looking out for you in that way. Asking them, what is it that that differentiates me from other people? Or what is it that differentiates me in this area specifically from other people? Because once you have that, all you need to do is hone in on that. Focusing and zoning in on that and emphasizing that in whatever area you're called to. It makes what you're doing more purposeful. It makes what you're doing easier for you because you're not focusing and trying to do 101 things. You're not trying to um, be a jack of all trades, but you are being a master of what you're good at. You're mastering that skill, that whatever it is. Um, I think it's important to always look for those things and to always ask for those things. My pastor um, talked about how we are purposed to impact a specific group of people and big or small. So who is that for you in whatever area you're called to? Who is that 
who are those people in that, you know, timing? What is that demographic that you're called to impact? What you have is designed to impact, is designed to influence and to change and to help a specific group of people. So I think that's so important that we recognize that and that we hone in on that. Um, I really love what the late Chadwick Boseman said in his address to the Howard graduating class. He said, purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. And I've never heard um, that speech before he passed. So when when I um, listened to the full thing, it really spoke to me because um, you hear a lot of talk about purpose. And, you know, <laughs> even as I'm doing now, you hear a lot of talk about purpose, figuring out what you're supposed to do, figuring out who you're supposed to impact, figuring out what is specific to you. But I think... Um, I feel like we forget the importance of it because sometimes we overlook and say, okay, I have this gift, I have this talent, I have this ability, and sure, this is my you know, God-given purpose, but I also feel like anybody could do this. I also feel like I'm not so special type of thing. But the last part of what he said is that it is the reason you're on the planet at this particular time in history, Right. And that just spoke to me because God predestined our purpose with our personality and with the timing and with just everything that is meant to happen at this time. You were born on the day you were born, the year you were born for a specific reason. I think he said that in his speech as well. I can't remember um, exactly where I heard that from, but you were born the time you were born in the place that you were born, you know, in the year that you were born for a specific reason. And I think that's just so profound because somebody like Martin Luther King, imagine the impact and the difference um, it would have made on the civil rights movement if he was not born in the time that he was. And that is a big example, but just looking at all the people around you, if you're really to take time and look at all the people that you've impacted that you may or may not know if you were not there at that time, if you were not in their lives, if you were not in that city, in that place, at that school, at that workplace, you know, wherever it may be at that time, it could be a big shift, a big change. So it's so important to understand purpose and to walk in purpose. That just spoke to me so much because it just emphasizes how intentional God is. Um, he gave each and every one of us a purpose that would be fulfilled at this particular time. And with that purpose, he's given us the potential, which is the capability to do exactly that. You know, God didn't just say, hey, I want you to do this. But along with that, he said, I want you to do this. And I'm giving you this, this and this to accomplish that. And along the way, I mean, it's not easy to do exactly that because Life is just not, you know, it's not straightforward. It's not one simple path. There are going to be roadblocks. There's going to be oppositions. But along the way, we have the grace of God to rely on. We have the wisdom of God. We have the Holy Spirit to rely on, to help us to make the decisions, to help us to walk that path, to make it towards purpose, if we're intentional and if that's what we truly want and if that's what we're truly seeking. And I don't know about you, but for me, Personally, I'm not content with living a passive life. And when I say passive life, I'm not trying to um, say that everybody has to be a big name or extremely wealthy because that's not the end goal. But I'm talking in terms of living for me. And um, 
something that I had to think about more and more because some people are content with, you know, just having their house, having their job, having their family, living a quiet life. And that can be done when you also have the greater scheme of purpose in mind. Because nobody's to say that you have to be a big name, you have to be famous, you have to be wealthy, you know, you don't have to be doing all these big, big things or these things that seem big, right? I just mean that I can't live for me and my satisfaction alone. And if you really think about it, um, we don't entirely live for ourselves because everything that we do has an impact on someone else in some way, shape or form. All of our actions have a ripple effect. You know, one word you say or one action you do could resonate with one person. And once they internalize that, that um, they could be passing on a framework or idea, whatever it is that goes on to 10 more people. And then those 10 more people pass it on to 10 more people, you know, and it just continues like that and so on and so forth. So knowing that and knowing how impactful everything that we do is, it's hard for me to say that what I do is not important. And it's hard for me to say that I can only live for myself because in my, in my understanding. I know that that's not true. So knowing this, I'm forced to be purposeful. I'm forced to embrace um, my purpose. I'm forced to seek it out. I'm forced to understand going to God. And I'm forced to, you know, truly seek it out and want to know what my purpose is. I'm forced to be intentional with how I live. And it's not to say that I'm, you know, always going to get it right because I am human and (laughs) every day I'm getting something wrong, but every day I'm growing and every day I'm, continuing to be intentional. And if your intentions are pure and you continue to walk genuinely wanting to fulfill your purpose, I think that's more than enough. But I think just knowing how impactful everything that we do is on one person, whether you're speaking, whether you're interacting, whether you're just, you know, doing you, there's somebody that could be watching you you know, as we know, as you think back, there's so many things that you saw your parents do that you just observed them do that became part of your personality, that became your framework for life, you know, that created a framework for you that you live by, that you've internalized. Not just your parents, but I can think back on so many people that have said something just once. And to me, it became a principle almost until, you know, some things maybe I had to unlearn or I had to reevaluate. But just realizing that emphasizes how we really do have to be intentional and we really do have to strive to walk in purpose and strive to figure out our purpose, whether that's for right now or for the next five years or for your whole life entirely, you know, and looking at that grand scheme is kind of big sometimes and it might be intimidating. So looking at it um, in shorter steps, what are you supposed to be doing right now? Where is that school you're supposed to be going to? What is that job you're supposed to be working at? Who are those people you're supposed to be associating with? You know, what are those tasks you're supposed to be doing right now? What are you supposed to be working towards right now to fulfill and to um, protect and to enhance your future and your purpose for the future? So I think that's important to always keep in mind. And on the topic of potential, um, knowing that we all have 
these unique potentials. We all have these capabilities that God has given us, but knowing that we're not here to compete with one another, but we're here to complete each other in our own past and our own purpose. So what I have is great and it's awesome because it's given to me by God. And what you have is great and it's awesome. It's given to you by God. The people that I impact might not be the same people that you impact. The people that you impact may not be the same people that the next person does. And knowing that and honoring that, you know, and supporting each other and knowing that it's okay if we're not all doing the same things. It's okay if we're not all taking off at the same place at the same time. And um, that brings me back to something my friend um, said to me this one time we were speaking. He's like a mentor to me. And he was telling me how um, God was just giving him this revelation pretty much of how he operates and how and how he does things on his timing, pretty much. And I'm going to try and recollect it as best as possible. But what he said to me is that um, pretty much Holy Spirit told him to go and search up all the flights that are flying over Canada. So he goes and searches up, you know, all the flights flying over Canada and shows you like the planes crossing over, whatever. Maybe I think he said it was around like um, maybe 300 planes or something like that. I can't remember the exact number, but it was a bunch of planes. You know, you see all their paths, you see their destination that they they're going and you see where they came from and all of that. So from that, um, Holy Spirit pretty much told him, if a man, a human being can come up with that system to make sure that all these planes are taking off and landing safely at their place, at their own time, how much more can I do? And it just resonated with me so much because we always think that, you know, trying to compare ourselves to other people and seeing what the next person is doing. And we're thinking, oh, God, they're taking off right now. They're doing what I want to be doing or they're doing something so great. Why am I still at this level? Why am I still working on these things? You know, why haven't I taken off yet? Why haven't people recognized me? Why haven't, you know, it's asking all these why, why, why? And knowing that, just because one person takes off, you don't know their destination. You don't know how long they're going to be flying. You don't know that. You, all you have to do is focus on your own travel, your own destination, going on your own lane. And that was just so beautiful to me. Um, just knowing that and, tr- and trusting that if a human being can come up with that system to make sure that all these planes are taking off, that they're not crashing in the air, you know, that they're not colliding with each other, not competing to get um, to one place or to get to the same destination, whatever it may be, but that they're all getting there safely and it's all in accordance with their schedules and with their destinations, then how much more can God do for us if we would just trust in the purpose that he has given us and trust in the timing that he has for that purpose? It's something that I continue to think about and continue to reflect on just to make sure that I'm not rushing myself and that I'm not allowing other people to rush me as well. And that I'm ultimately focusing on my end goal that God has given me. Not so much what I have given me because I can make my plans for myself. But at the end of the day, I don't know tomorrow. I don't know what's going to come tomorrow. So all I can do is trust in what God has said and what he has predestined. And Kind of to end on that note, um, just knowing that whatever gifts and abilities that you have and whatever your hand finds to do, as the Bible says, do it well. 
whatever you can do right now, whatever your capacity is right now, whatever your capabilities are right now, just make sure that you are doing that well and you are doing that to your full capacity and your full potential right now. One of the scriptures that came to me as I was preparing for this was Proverbs 18.16, and it's that a man's gift will make room for him. And this just comes back to saying that of the topic of oversaturation, that if you're fighting to make room for yourself, it's probably because you're not using your gift. Because something that is meant for you is meant for you. Something that is meant for you, the space is going to be made for you at the appointed timing. It's going to be there for you. You don't have to fight for it. All you have to do is walk in it to the best of your ability, operate in it, trust God, you know, and follow that path. And to the best of your ability, that space is going to be made for you. Those doors will open up for you. That even Chadwick said in his speech, he said, even if there's somebody standing at that door blocking it for you, God is going to pick them up, remove them, and put somebody that's going to open that door up for you. So just knowing that and knowing that the gift that you have is what's going to make room for you, not the gift that somebody else has. The gift somebody else has is going to make room for them, you know, And once you do that, once you start to walk in that, you become more confident in your gift. You become more confident in your purpose and what God has planned for you. So to end, all I just want to say is commit to living a purposeful life, not a comparative one. With that all being said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I don't know exactly who this is meant for. I know it's meant for me, one, because I know God is in the season of reminding people of purpose and reminding people of their potential and the gifts and the calling that he has given them in this time to steward it and to work on it and to be intentional about it. So this is for me and whoever else this is for. I hope that you guys did take something away from this. And just remember to like, to subscribe, to share this with somebody that you think might find this helpful, might enjoy this with your friends. I really do appreciate all the support. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week and a wonderful October. Bye.